You are listening to Seeking Change, the podcast where industry collaborates on eco-efficient minerals, which is made possible by the generosity of our sponsors and volunteers. My name is Alva Goodbody and I'm Seek's Communications Lead. In today's episode of the Spotlight Leader Conversations, I speak to three experts from ME Elec Metal, a leading global supplier of integrated ware solutions for the resources and construction industries, about renewables and grinding innovations. They share how the company is working towards a long-term vision regarding carbon emissions, recycling and the circular economy, as well as how making small changes to reduce energy and steel consumption can result in big improvements in the efficiency of operations. Hello and welcome to Seek Spotlight Leader Conversations. Today I'm delighted to be speaking to Brian Cornish, Global Lead Application Engineer at ME Elecmetal, Jose Pablo Dominguez, General Manager at ME Elecmetal South America, and Roberto Lacaros, Vice President Global Marketing at ME Elecmetal. Um, welcome and thank you so much for speaking to me today. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. So my first question, with COP26, there's now a keen focus by investors on net zero. What is ME Elec Metal doing in this area and what are your thoughts on industry opportunities? I would say that, I mean, this is a great opportunity and challenge at the same time. As, as ME Elec Metal, we are doing a lot, but we need to prepare ourselves to be in order to formalize that to, to the market. So we are in the process of um, starting to certify some things the calculator of the for example the the, the carbon the carbon footprint we, we do measure that uh, we've been measuring that for several years but we need to certify that in order to make that public and, and the same with some other initiatives that we are kind of formalizing in order to be able to put together that uh, we are we are aiming into a commit to the net zero but uh, we are not yet ready to make that public um, Brian or Roberto, would you like to add anything to that? Uh, perhaps I, I will add something, um, let's say, more general of the mining industry, what we have seen in several countries, um, uh, but especially in Chile, the, the industry is working a lot in what we call the green copper uh, challenge. And, uh, and the green copper means to produce copper with uh, of course, with the renewable energy and, and using also uh, green uh, hydrogen. And, um, and this is something that the mining industry is working uh, with all of the supplier um, in the different um, aspect of that uh, project. But, but in general, I would say that mining industry uh, with the Companies as Emilek Medals, as suppliers, are working together in that sort of a long-term vision on what we call green cover. Yeah, and, and, and additionally, uh, I would also would like to mention that uh, uh, our, our mission is to, as a company, uh, uh, is to satisfy and exceed the expectation of the stakeholders. So on that regard, all the evolution we have seen, a positive evolution from the communities, from the from our our uh, the mining industry, in order to uh, raise the bar in in, in carbon emissions, in a circular economy, and recycling, which is key for us. We most of what we do is about recycling. Um, uh, uh, put us automatically on the challenge of uh, joining the party and doing the best effort to, to, to improve. So that's our, we're, we're aiming into that 100%. 
Yeah, one thing that I would add is that Seek has been uh, very successful at raising the awareness of uh, energy, uh, energy reduction in energy uh, consumption as well as water consumption, and uh, and and also um, raising the awareness of um, engaging with suppliers that are very aware of this and, and making all positive steps uh, that are aligned with the uh, COP26. So um, as far as that part of it goes, um, uh, Seek is very good at that. And uh, as far as uh, mine sites uh, go, uh, utilization of renewable energy is, is definitely a direction that, um, uh, that needs uh, much greater awareness and, uh, and awareness of all the options that are, that are possible uh, given geographical um, circumstances. So do you think there's a role for Seek to help collaborate on solutions across industry? Oh, yes. Brian just answered that mm -hmm. ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Yes, no doubt. I saw some uh, uh, cases you have on the web page and, and that, that goes, those type of cases goes fully in line with what we do as an Emile Metal. And, and we see them as a big positives in terms of the net zero. And most mine sites uh, in, in the last, uh, you know, several decades of mining, they've been focused on consumables that are generally um, steel products and uh, and reagents, uh, that that sort of thing. That's a consumable, and that that's where we should be focused on reducing our costs. Uh, but now the awareness uh, also includes energy and water, and uh, and uh, you know these two commodities make make a big difference uh, when you can uh, reduce consumption, even even a small amount. So we know that comminution is key to energy efficiency and productivity. What is the impact of new technologies in this area? And how do you think we can reduce emissions and the consumption of energy and water? Typically, um, sites will undergo projects to make small changes in energy consumption because really the, the, the rock grinding process, uh, the mineral process plants are all very... Um, heavy on energy consumption, uh, typically. So if you can make a small difference in, um, in this and still um, um, have the same end product, that, that will make a big difference. And, uh, and that's really what this industry has been all about is, is uh, small changes, um, small changes in, in the operation uh, of the mill, for, for example. And, uh, ME Electmetel, but we, we provide a lot of uh, guidance for our customers uh, regarding uh, optimization of, of the uh, grinding mills. And um, uh, in, in, so a couple of examples would be our, um, our grinding media products. Uh, we, we've learned over the, the past uh, 10, 15 years that larger grinding balls can reduce costs, uh, so reduce steel consumption, and uh, in some cases actually reduce energy consumption uh, in the in these big grinding mills, and at the same time increase throughput rates. Um, so uh, so larger balls uh, do enable that um, in in general, uh, in especially in these big uh, sag mills. So we see a small. Um, uh, a small step change uh, with that at some sites. Um, and one other project that we have is uh, acoustic monitoring of mills. And uh, there are a, a lot of different systems available 
globally. Um, and uh, some are, are better than others at, at different applications, but uh, the, the system that we have is uh, extremely robust and reliable uh, and, and uh, precise, uh, repeatable. And it actually enables uh, the um, in-mill conditions to be monitored very closely. And, uh, and that's something that's, um, that hasn't been done well in our industry. We've been relying on uh, uh, occasionally misleading um, uh, sensors and, and, and data um, in general. So uh, we've, we have this system that's much more precise now. And uh, it's a 12 microphone system. Uh, that's installed around the grinding mill that listens to the mill at uh, 12 different uh, locations and uh, and provides the guidance uh, to the operators regarding mill speed, uh, how much, uh, what the throughput rate should be or the feed, uh, the feed addition as well as water addition. And uh, what we're finding is very small changes can make a very big difference in energy consumption and uh, consumption of, of steel and uh, the um, efficiency of operation of the mills. I would like to, to give uh, another example of, uh, of a new uh, technology or a new product that also helps to reduce the energy. Um, um, I'm thinking in uh, what we call the polyfit product. The polyfit product, it's a, it's a solution that combines the best of the casting products, uh, our steel products with other materials like uh, uh, rubber or ceramic or others. And uh, through that, you can obtain a, um, a liner that in some applications um, is good because you have a, a less weight and, uh, and then you can improve the productivity and also reduce energy. Um, at the end, it's a, a new product that combine different materials uh, that help our customers in that direction also. And, and additionally, and fully on, in line with what Brian and Roberto has just mentioned, uh, our, our marketing approach, more than being focused on one specific product, has to do with integral solution. And that's what we call MEFIT. And by MEFIT, we mean that we study and dedicate ourselves along with the minds uh, uh, to understand the whole process and how the grinding media interacts with the liners and with the, with, the, with the ore within the mill and how can we do that better? Better from an efficiency perspective, better from, from a maintenance perspective, perspective also. And, and the combination of factors helps. Uh, Brian was talking about the bigger size uh, grinding media that has a significant impact on the grades uh, at the mill. So how you match that? Normally the mines, they, you, you see all the vendors working in isolated way. Uh, we as a mill like metal uh, focus ourselves to do the best for the end user, combining our uh, capacities and knowledge with other vendors uh, uh, along with the mine in order to get the best outcome. So what are you most excited about in this area? For example, advances, innovations, or other new options for industry? I, I think for, Brian, go ahead. for me, um, we're very excited to, to be using the uh, you know, new technologies, new uh, simulation, um, uh, simulation tools, uh, that, that sort of thing, as, as well as further developing this, uh, this uh, microphone system, which um, 
which has the potential to, uh, to really improve uh, uh, operations, uh, particularly of the, the massive, the biggest mills, the 40 foot um, side mill operations. So I, I think with uh, over the next few years, we'll see this, uh, this unroll at uh, a lot of different sites uh, globally and re really benefit uh, the industry. Yeah, from a general perspective, I see there is a significant opportunity that maybe it was kind of expensive in the past to integrate whatever you would like to integrate, to analyze data that in the past was impossible to analyze in a short period of time. And at the end, to improve the whole process in this kind of integral solutions approach at, at a really low cost. And, and we see a, a big, still a big gap of improvement uh, in, the, in the comminution process. And, and that gap seems to be more uh, reachable uh, now than, than in the past. And, and to give a, an example of uh, what Jose Pablo uh, mentioned is uh, that we are using a lot of uh, sensor, uh, new technology using sensor, um, for example, in bolts, um, uh, in, in the mills, and also in, in media, in grinding media, what we call the, the smart grinding. And uh, that sensors uh, send information from inside the mill, uh, online, uh, real-time data, and, and with, uh, with our capability, we can analyze all of that data uh, in order to finally give some recommendation to our customers in order to improve the availability or to improve the productivity, the throughput, uh, or any other KPIs that are looking, that at the end, it's a better productivity and less, less energy. Uh, that means that we combined um, technologies uh, uh, as, for example, sensors with uh, the data analytics and with the knowledge of uh, our people that understand very well the combination process. And something different, just to complement what Roberto was saying. We also are excited about the awareness from the industry about the uh, opportunity to do things better. And for example, on the circular economy, it was a really tough process for us to buy back our scrap uh, from the mines. We see now a lot more availability from the mines to, to consider the circular economy. We as a meal and metal basically do a lot of recycling. We, we uh, 95% of the material we use for, for making our liners is recycled material. So we see a lot more uh, uh, openness from the mines to, to, to help us on that, on that uh, journey. What do you think is the future of mineral processing? So in the immediate future by 2030 and by 2050? Wow, that's a big question. Yes. Brian, go first. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I agree. That, that is a, a big question. Uh, I think in the, in the short term, we will see a lot more accessibility to the, the data, the operating data from sites, and a lot more sharing. Um, and just a quick background is uh, during my career, I was very reluctant uh, when I was working at, at mine sites to share data, even with the even with the corporate team, because it just invited uh, uh, questions and and confusion and people that didn't really understand process plans. Uh, there's a lot more understanding about what's happening at, at sites now, um, so it makes sense to to share 
data and to have uh, e even a person that isn't experienced uh, in mineral processing can look at data and make connections and correlations that uh, may or may not be realized. Um, so uh, it, it makes it easier to, to act on um, possible improvements. So I think that's, uh, that's a, an immediate um, step. In, in the longer term, I think we'll be, sites will be taking advantage of renewable energy uh, resources. And, uh, and that's even happening now in Australia. There's a couple of mines that are uh, almost 100% uh, solar powered, which, um, which is fantastic. I think we'll see more of that. We'll see more technologies, uh, maybe the same technologies being um, uh, improved and, and more efficient. And why wouldn't we be doing this? Of course, uh, uh, a, lot of, a lot of sites uh, would be asking that. The, those types of yeah. questions. The, the, carbon, yeah, the, the, the carbonization will be a must. Uh, the water and energy efficiency will be also a must. We as Emilek Metal also are working on that to, to, to move uh, towards uh, renewable energy, 100% of, of, of the foundries in the process on the grinding media as well. So, so that's something that I think will be part of the, of, of the normal uh, day. And, and we see the industry uh, with a big opportunity in front to be part of a better future, not, not be part of the problem. Uh, and the other thing that is, um, when we look for the future, near future and also long future, is related with safety. Um, in mineral processing, we are seeing uh, our customers, but also our companies, um, improving a lot in safety uh, for our people. And, uh, and one example of that is that in the mills, we see the future with nobody inside the mills. Uh, and that this, this is a trend uh, that we will see uh, very soon, perhaps on uh, 2030, um, no any people, no any person inside the mill. And for that, you need to incorporate a lot of technology to to get the people outside um, and that this is something that is a trend that definitely will come um, in the near future yeah a, a lot less people uh, on site as well in general in general yes what we call the remote operational center uh, and we can see today some of them in australia uh, in chile and other countries in the future uh, we will see much more of those type of center um, uh, with with less people on site. Well, I suppose it's actually it leads into the next question. Um, what's your vision for potential opportunities in the future of industry? I, I would say that when I see the potential opportunities of the industry, well, I see a, a lot of them because uh, um, uh, all, all of the minerals, uh, but especially copper and nickel and lithium are, are the ones that are related with the, all of the renewable energy uh, and all of, all of the electric cars. And when you see the trend of uh, those industry, well, uh, uh, the minerals will play a very important role on that. And, and because of that, I see the future of our industry, uh, developing a lot of new technology 
um, in order to improve productivity and, and, and the quantity of, of minerals that will help our countries uh, in order to have, um, as I said, electric vehicles and also renewable energy, um, like uh, the, the wind the wind farm, for example. I think as far as the mining industry goes, um, you know, we have these huge um, grinding mills uh, with steel balls inside and lined with steel liners. Um, it's hard to imagine that that will really change that process of a rotating uh, grinding mill. Uh, the mills might get a little bit bigger, but the, the concept uh, will probably remain for several decades. But I think what will change and the, the future of these big mills is very precise control of them and, uh, and getting the maximum uh, productivity uh, out of the energy that's put in because a lot of energy is unfortunately wasted in, in grinding. It's just moving rocks and balls around rather than actually uh, grinding and breaking rocks. And um, so I think the more efficient we can make that by using uh, specialty uh, sensors, um, uh, th that will be uh, ab absolutely much better. And, and also possibly improving the quality of the consumables that, that we use in the mills, such as grinding balls and, and, uh, and mill liners and, uh, and making a perfect design. Uh, you, you, can now make, you can now count on uh, having the perfect design if, uh, given the fact that you have a, a perfect control system, uh, you can really get into some uh, fine detail of how to design liners and how to design grinding balls and, and exactly how many grinding balls to have in the mill at any one time. So uh, well-instrumented mills with excellent quality uh, consumables, I, I think, is, is the future for mining. Yeah, and all the vendors we can contribute on, on the net zero uh, to the mining industry. And, and we ourselves can do it, others can do it, and a lot more recycling as well, as uh, Brian was mentioning. If you have a better quality grinding media, you may recycle at least a part of the grinding media uh, from the sag mill to the, to the secondary milling, which is something that we are actually uh, exploring right now. Uh, and that's something interesting that obviously reduces the carbon footprint. Yeah, one other thing is, um is benchmarking and, uh, and sharing of ideas, leading practice, that sort of thing. The mining industry has, has always been very good at that. Uh, we get together, have conferences, have meetings and, and share ideas. Uh, so there isn't a huge competition uh, between mine sites. Um, so I believe that will grow and increase and we'll see a lot more commonalities between uh, operations. Uh, sometimes there's big differences in, in rock characteristics uh, and uh, geography, that sort of thing, that, that drive uh, differences in, uh, in the plant design and how the plant is operated. Uh, but uh, I think in the future, we'll see a lot more sharing of ideas, a lot more commonality uh, with plant designs, and that will also be part of what enables precise control of, of these mills when... Um, um, you know, they're all more or less the same. And, uh, and uh, right now we see some, some subtle differences uh, in, uh, in grinding circuits, for example, that, uh, you know, if, if it was designed a bit differently, um, then it, it may, may be, uh, you know, a more efficient process. So uh, 
I think in future we'll share ideas more and and really focus it down to uh, one uh, sort of one plant design with some flexibility uh, built into it. Well, one example of that um, sharing information and best practices, um, as as Brian mentioned, it's a, a, a virtual congress that we had last month in November that, that we organized and, and we have a different speaker speakers from many countries, um, Australia, um, Africa, um, the US, Canada, um, Chile, Peru, etc. Many countries, many people for those countries that was connected to that um, summit for the food and the only idea was to share um, technical experience, best practices, uh, improvements, and, um, uh, and all of the more than 300 people that was connected uh, was um, asking questions and, and really uh, sharing the, like, let's say, the technical information between them. And that's, that's a, a very good example of what Brian mentioned. Could you share your thoughts on SEEK and any potential value and opportunities you see, um, for example, new, new ideas for collaborative projects? I mean, you, you can help us a lot on, on, on promoting uh, best practices. You already have a, a significant list of success uh, cases that could be a good source of information from other operations that maybe could replicate the same experience. Uh, some idea you have about our sorting, for example, that's also interesting. Uh, new technology will play a significant role. Maybe uh, we, we foresee the mills and the crushers are still running, but not exactly the same crushers, not exactly the same mills, probably with a lot more technology, digital applications, as Brian was describing. But then the sharing will be key. Sometimes the sharing is the most complicated part. So on that sense, you, I think that uh, you can help us uh, on that. SEEK has been very good at uh, increasing the awareness of uh, energy and, and now water um, uh, consumption. And uh, I was talking about, um, you know, getting together and sharing ideas. Uh, you know, the mining industry has been pretty good at that, but only for a few select people. I think now that now that Seek is here, uh, first of all, it's it's a clear uh, demonstration that the mining industry is switched on to to the global picture, and uh, and um, and Seek's been around for uh, more than ten years now, I think. So um, so th th this is important when when other people, when some governments and the the population in general starts paying more attention to the mining industry. Um, we, it'll, it'll be easy to, to demonstrate that, um, oh, we've had SEEK for 10 years and we've been sharing ideas and, and celebrating success, that sort of thing. This is already happening. So I think that's a, that's a bit of a tick that we can give ourselves uh, already. It's inevitable that someone's going to be asking that question and in, in interrogating us. And, um, and I, I, I see that as SEEK's role in the future as well is, uh, is being part of capturing these ideas um, and uh, visiting sites uh, and and having meetings with key people and collecting collecting ideas and uh, enabling that that sharing and um, and 
yeah, sharing of, of leading, leading practice and, and increasing that awareness of, uh, you know, how, how good things uh, are, are controlled and, and operated uh, in other parts of the world. So yeah, SEAT definitely has uh, a role there. It's kind of uh, political in a way, uh, but it, it's also very, very uh, real. SEEK may take advantage of the significant uh, change in the mining industry. The mining industry seems to be, used to be kind of a low profile, 100% low profile. And now I think this is a huge opportunity for the mining industry to contribute to the planet. And, and I, I see them kind of motivated with that uh, opportunity and SEEK may help, may help us to, to connect. And also I understand that, that the, the workshop that SEEK has been organizing um, a, a very good opportunity to learn and, and to share. Um, I remember that you, you had a, a very interesting workshop in the last SAC conference in Vancouver on uh, 2019. Unfortunately, I, I couldn't attend to that workshop, but, but I heard from some colleagues that uh, what a wonderful opportunity to understand uh, what are the, the, the studies or what are the um, roadmap that you have and, uh, and also to share uh, ideas with the other people that was attending that workshop. So when Emiel Metal came on board as a SEEK sponsor, you spoke of the company's investment in renewables for facilities in South America. Could you give us an update on new installations and why it's so important for METS companies to invest in these initiatives? Chile has been uh, I'm, I'm not sure about if Chile is the number one or not. I'm, I'm assuming not, but Chile has been quite active on, on renewable energy. Uh, so we as a, as a business group, we do have several companies and within the companies we invested on, <laughs> on wind generation plants. Uh, we have uh, two generation plants uh, and, and, and as a, our owners are, are still interested on, on that area. And, and on the same token, we also, as I mentioned already, we are working on uh, uh, moving toward renewable, renewable energy in our own consumptions. Uh, and that's, that's something that we are planning to, to put in place and implement during 2022. Uh, so we see a lot of benefits on the renewable energy and as a group, we will continue uh, investing on that. Sorry, I'm having some uh, dog problems. <laughs> oh, no worries. Um, yeah, I, I mean, uh, ME Elect Mattel doesn't, uh, we don't create renewable energy systems, but I'm sure it's just a matter of time before our, our customers will demand that of anyone who's, who's supplying um, uh, consumables. Um, you know, it, it'll have to be uh, in, the, in the plan or actually, actually happening. So um, Brian, Jose, Pablo, Roberto, thank you so much for those great insights today. It's wonderful to hear about all the interesting things that you're doing. Oh, thank you. No, you're welcome. Thank you very much. Yeah, more than available to cooperate and, 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 and discuss whatever idea you may have also to share with us. Thank you for listening to Seeking Change, and we hope that you found value and ideas from this episode. Your voice and advocacy can help us to expand conversations in eco-efficient mineral processing. So if you enjoy the podcast, please give us a positive rating or even write a quick review on Google or Apple iTunes. If you'd like to stay informed and involved, you can tap into free resources at our website, seekthefuture.org. That's C-E-E-C, thefuture.org. 
you can subscribe to our regular Seek News, which features information on new podcasts, spotlight videos and events. And to join our expanding group of advocates and sponsors, just email comms, that's C-O-M-M-S, at seekthefuture.org. Thank you.